Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Absolute Worst Podcast. I'm Allison Royer. And I'm Dana Powell. Each week in our show, we seek and give free therapy by telling you our problems, asking you to tell us your problems, and we just pray to God that any of it works out. We're basically the opposite of Oprah. Man, we've had a rough go today, huh? I mean, how long did it take us to set up today? Well, two hours, in fact. Uh, My computer crashed. Wait a minute, one hour. I don't know how time works. Sorry about that. You know what? Here's what I'll say about it. Please. So my computer crashed. It was very terrifying. I'm hoping that this is working. I Um, made cinnamon toast. We all helped. Oh. I almost died on the way here, so we all need to be grateful, even (laughs) though things are bad. Somebody ran a red light, Uh and if I had not been looking for lip gloss... I would be dead. Do you feel that you started wearing lip gloss because of me? No. Okay. So would you not agree that I'm probably more feminine in that way than you? I'd say in all ways. What way are you not more feminine? Okay. Yeah. No, but I'm being I don't think you introduced me to lip gloss. Okay. Okay. Well, because what I was hearing you say was that I saved your life. Did you guys hear about, so this is after Halloween. Now, just let me qualify that really quick, because you said you guys, which indicates we have a very special guest today. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we didn't put, after all that, we didn't plug Sarah's mic in? Sorry. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not going back now. Sorry, Sarah. (sighs) She doesn't even want to talk anyway. Do you? No. Okay. (laughs) She's got. She's tired. She's been on a she's cruise for a four cruise. weeks. <laughs> she brought us back souvenirs. We posted a story about it. Yeah, let me just say something before you talk about Halloween. I saw the story that Dana posted, and I definitely have a double chin. And for anybody that's not clear, I de- I am pregnant. Well, also, I had a double chin, and for anyone that's not clear, <laughs> I do have a double chin, but <laughs> I didn't shoot it very well. Let's see how pregnant I am. Hold on. I didn't. I didn't make it very flattering. No, you didn't. I'm Thirteen sorry. weeks and four days. Uh-huh. My baby's the size of a peach. Cool. <laughs> okay, Halloween go. Okay, so did you guys hear about the terrifying, drunk, enraged clown <laughs> who was running around? No. With a machete. Stop. Taped to the stump of his amputated arm. Smart. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? I don't remember. I saw what the do you headline. Mean? I mean, was he in California? I can't remember. I Say saw, no. no. Was I'm he sorry. in the United States? Yes. I saw, I'm assuming Florida. Does no ev- offense. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody have Halloween? Does everybody celebrate that? I, yeah. Well, I think Christians usually call Sarah. it fall, fall harvest Sarah. festival. Do you think they celebrate in New Zealand? Sarah, <laughs> this is, how many more in... How many more notes do I have to give to indicate to you that I want you to Google it? Sarah was literally just like feeling her body and then engaged in the conversation without a microphone, not at all willing to believe she has an actual role here. She brought us presents and you're picking on her. Mine was a dick, which I hope to send home with you because I have a small child. 
Oh, and I don't. Well, you have a six-year-old, and he's a boy, so he, he has at least a dick. I yeah. mean, it's not going to be totally foreign to him. I'm going to take this cock keychain, and I'll take your cock keychain, and I'm going to make stories with them. You know what? Thank you. That's the best use. I will be honest. They're actually very lovely made for a cock. Lovely, lovely made. Uh-huh. They're, like, painted. They're painted beautifully. There's wood carving on the head. Cool. Let's talk about our live show and then let's get into what's happening here because I have a feeling we could waste 50 minutes you just describing <clears throat> the yeah. dick keychain you got, and yeah. I don't think it's the best use of our time. Well, so we had a live oh, show. Uh, tomato, 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 tomato. Mm-hmm. So, okay. <laughs> I don't think that applies here. Does everybody celebrate Halloween? No. No. Uh, mm. Well, who doesn't? It's like a long list. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not into it. Okay. Next subject. Sarah's um, against. So we had a live show. Mm-hmm. Not well attended at all. Not at all. I think we had 13 people there. But for uh-huh. my part, thank you, Jay, Garrett, and Kate for coming <laughs> and supporting me. I forgot to tell people about it. I and told everyone. And I even said, please, please, <laughs> please come. Yeah. You know, I go to people's shows. Sure. Nobody came. Yeah, I couldn't. I had a lot going on, and I forgot to tell everybody about it. And My best say, friend was like, Dana, I think you have to learn. You need to personally reach out to people. And I'm like, isn't that pushy? Like, isn't it better for no, me to be like— No, that's how I got everybody to my one-woman show. So I have to force and guilt people to come support me. You don't have to force or guilt. You merely send them an individualized message. I just don't understand. Nobody sends me individualized messages, and I That's not su- true. I bet you a million dollars I, I sent you one to see my one-woman show. I can That's almost you. guarantee. That's and actually, I don't think you did. I think I can almost guarantee that I did. I don't think you did. Ugh, anyway, so uh, but I came on your face. Stop da, it! Da, 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 Stop da, da, it! Da, da. Oh, she can get you a dick keychain, but I can't add to your face after you say I came. Okay, Sarah's cock keychain <laughs> was artistic. <laughs> Stupid. Focus. So, but two amazing things happened at our live show. None of our friends came. No, that's not one of the things. (laughs) The first is that we got to meet um, the person that will replace Sarah, if God forbid anything ever happens to you, (laughs) which is Sassy Pants McGee. Yeah. So, she was lovely. For anybody that follows us on social media, we have a pretty interactive, not to mention our email. There's all these ways that you can contact us. We obviously have an intimate relationship with you in that we read your feedback and Mm -hmm. your questions and your stories on our show. So, we feel like we know a lot of you. And so Sassy Pants was someone that we did not know who Mm -hmm. follows us on Instagram, who had sent us a couple emails and messages Mm -hmm. and had indicated that she lives in California and that she would want to help. And so um, we reached out to her because we knew Sarah wasn't going to be able to come to the show. And she came and she was a delight. Oh, wonderful. She is amazing. She has an incredible story. And um, we that was like the first highlight of our night. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was we met this amazing listener from Las Vegas named Sheila. Sheila. And she literally forced her two children and husband to drive from Vegas to come see our show. Yeah, they got up at like five in the morning. And then I don't want to say that I'm like a hero or anything. No, definitely but don't I say that. But I stayed out after, though. The show was at six o'clock, so I think it was over at 7.30. We did go out with everyone And afterwards. we went out with everybody afterwards because... Because only 13 people came. Well, and because <laughs> I was so into Sheila yes. that I was willing to stay up past... Yeah. 
I her think, family was at a hotel. Yeah. Like they spent the day in on the beach yeah. and in Santa Monica and stuff. It was and amazing. It was incredible. She was an absolute delight. And I even like wasn't upset that I stayed out late. It wasn't like I was mad later. Like, you were I, absolutely the first person to leave for oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I can only do so much. Right. I think I but was. But you stayed out a long time. I did, didn't I? Yeah. And I met your friend Omar. Who else did we have there? Oh, so many people. I don't remember any no, of them. No, there were 13. You can't I know, remember you your friends? No, I don't remember who was there. I mean, Omar and Camilla and their plus ones. Yes. I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we're very popular. But anyway, we had, I think the point is that Dana and I, I, you know, love people. Obviously, that's one of the drives for us to do this show is mm-hmm. we love getting to meet people and personalities and hear people's stories and to be able to meet people individually who mm-hmm. we've you know, met through this show was mm-hmm. really a rewarding experience. And um, it's fun because I think um, our listeners, they definitely get to know the three yeah. of us. You know, we're very open and we do this every week. And so they feel like they know us and we don't always get the opportunity to feel the same. Exactly. That's, yeah. you're absolutely right. It's so great to meet people on a one-on-one level because it's not like I'm ever going to forget Sheila. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, don't. And Sassy Pants is like basically raising my child at this point. Right. <laughs> And she dresses you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She sent me clothes for Christmas, like, yeah, or my birthday. Your birthday, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's like, 90% responsible for and all of And she's, on, if you guys are not on the AWP intern page. Oh, yeah, on Facebook. It's yeah, a private group. It's a private group. Everybody's very funny and fun. Yes. And, um... Sassy Pants is organizing an AWP intern bra shopping trip. We're going to go on a field trip. Yeah, so find (laughs) us on Facebook. It's AWP interns. Mm -hmm. Somebody posted and was like, can the admin reach out to me? And I was like, is that me? Who's the admin? You're definitely not the admin. Neither one of us are. Yeah, so somebody's an admin. But yeah, Sassy Pants wants to plan a AWP interns outing. She has a great bra shop she goes to. And she says that they feed you there and give you alcohol. So I'm on board completely. completely on board. Yeah, I've been sober for almost 14 years, but I'm willing to break it for this pregnancy. Oh my what? God. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You're like, you know what? I got pregnant and it just felt like this was the right this time. This was the right time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we want to get into some of our listener feedback. If you have anything you want to let us know about, you can email us at absoluteworstpodcast at gmail.com or you can reach us on our website, absoluteworstpodcast.com. Yeah, that's true. By the way, for all those people that are using the Attitude of Gratitude list, here's what's cool about it. So I get emails when you guys write lists and that tool is available to everybody so when you write a list if you sign up with like your email and you put your information in there then every time somebody writes a gratitude list you'll get it in your email and it's so cool because it's just a you know a nice reminder throughout the day of like oh this person did a gratitude list and then it just inevitably you start thinking like what am I grateful for it's really cool so if you're not taking advantage of that tool please do there's a lot going on on our website um that's can, awesome. It's really cool. You can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can direct message us through all those places, and we always get your messages. We have a merch website at Threadless. Yes, that's also available on our website if you go to merch. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool stuff. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. And right can now, people I like- actually posted one of the things about AWP interns people may not know is um, I let them know things first. Yeah. So they were the first to know that we were having a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Last night or the night before, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I haven't even posted this on our Instagram yet, but right now they're giving um, free shipping. 
Yeah, on the merch site Love through that. like November twentieth or something like that. Anyway, I'll post it soon. But if you're an AWP intern, you already know. Well, and also one more thing, I didn't want to do all the administrative stuff right oh, now, sorry. but we're doing it. Um, for those of you that have been donating through Patreon, first of all, thank you so thank much. You so Second much. of all, I know that our levels are pretty sparse right now. For anybody that has used another anybody else's Patreon, we're working on it. Yes. We are working with our Chicago intern to kind of bulk that up. Um, and so in the meantime, Sarah, I think, is just sending everybody a sticker. Um, so I just don't want you to be deterred. We see that you guys are donating. We so, we so, so, so appreciate it. it. How else would Sarah have been able to buy us these dick keychains? If it was <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's how we use it for. Um, she also did give us like very lovely bars of soap. I got too. an olive oil fan I love of soap. It. Yeah. So cute. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to say thank you and to let you know that we haven't forgotten about that. We're no. not, we're just, we're working on it. So. It's, and it's hard just time wise for us because <laughs> we're moms and we have jobs yeah, and blah, 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 um, to create extra content but we're we are we're, we're, we're working on it, it. we're gonna yeah. get there so this is subject line needed the uplift fake name ashley let's just throw it on the table i'm bipolar as hell and that's not an exaggeration if you know you get manic highs and lows with that i have been in manic low for a month now and began to come numb my new fiance and i had been arguing for days to the point i was ready to full-on fight him next thing i know i'm sitting on campus literally laughing out loud while my classmates walk by staring and judged judging i needed that I'm a new listener, and I just wanted to thank you guys for making me laugh until I cried in the middle of homework sitting on campus. I haven't in a while. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. I'm so glad that we made you laugh in public to the degree that people think you're crazy. I love that. That's so nice. Now she's (laughs) one of us. One of us. One of us. If you listen to this show, we are going to embarrass you in public. (laughs) Remember the girl from New York who I love she keeps inviting us to her show remember she wrote in that they oh, were like using us the, as dialect coaches yes. yeah. so um, she got extended and I just wanted to share the oh, information cool. about it Allison thank you so much for reading my email about the public the show is called Girl from the North Country and we just extended through December 9th I think maybe even till the 23rd it's the music of Bob Dylan and now that I think of it it's the 30s not 20s it was the dust bowl duh my brain is full <laughs> I'm in the show and understudying three roles. It's looking like it may be a big deal. So if you and Dana want to come with your men's, check out the public theater website and pick a few dates. Obviously, we can't leave our houses, but someday. Yes. I think when my children, the one that I'm cooking and the other one, are Mm -hmm. older, my life's going to be manageable again. Well, and also... Just to put this out there, because our listeners are so helpful and lovely, like yeah. we do want to tour while Allison's baking this baby. Yeah, let, but let we don't know, know how to make it happen. Yeah, right. You so know, let's like, just so put that into the world. If you're a tour manager and you want to help us get more than thirteen people to come see us <laughs> in the town we live in, <laughs> where all know. of our friends are. I'm so bitter, aren't I? Yeah, you're pretty mad. I can't. I'll see what I can do. Hey, trip to New York City. And yes, it's my real name because I forget to follow rules sometimes. Squishes, ladies. Squishes. That's adorable. What's the real name? Rachel Stern. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks, Rach. I love that you got extended. That's awesome. Thanks, Rachie. Um, I will say that I reached out to a couple of my friends in New York to see if anybody if they could go. To go. Yeah, which that's, that's nice. not what I mean. You know, I'm putting it out there, Rachel. Don't you know I was always almost named Rachel? Why are you mad about that? I'm not mad. I just don't care. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're going to love this one. Okay. Okay. This is subject line Tim Gunn. 
I loved him gun, so already I'm on board. Everybody's gay uncle. (laughs) Fake name Emily. Hi, ladies. I've been listening to the episodes out of order. You stupid fuck. I get it. I'm just kidding. And just started episode 23 when you both fangirl over Tim Gunn, so I had to write. I am also obsessed with Tim Gunn and actually got to meet him once. My husband and I were living in Boston at the time and decided to visit New York City over Thanksgiving weekend. My birthday always falls on or around Thanksgiving, so the visit was a bit of a birthday trip as well. Day after Thanksgiving, my husband told me we'd do anything I wanted that entire day, so I picked a day at the Met. Halfway through our day, there we were, getting hungry, and decided to stay at the museum and eat at one of the restaurants there. We picked the one that we didn't realize was a members-only place, but as we were walking up, I see the back of a man who was distinctly Tim Gunn. He's not hard to recognize because he dresses just so stunningly. Mm-hmm. I tell my husband, who I just saw walking into the same restaurant we're headed to, and my husband tells me to go meet him. I'm a little shy, though, and mumbled something about not wanting to bother him, but my husband would not take that as an answer. He says to me, it's your birthday, and you're meeting Tim Gunn. And then walked right up to Tim Gunn, who was with a small group of people, and asked if I could get a picture with him. Tim Gunn, of course, said yes, but then proceeded to be the nicest person. Of course. He told his group to go ahead and then stood there to just talk to me. He asked about my favorite exhibit, gave me recommendations on his favorite, asked if it was my first time at the museum, wished me happy birthday, gave me a hug, took a picture, and was in general the kindest person he could be to me. To to me, complete stranger. I was on cloud nine all day. Best birthday ever. In conclusion, you are both correct. Tim Gunn is the best, hands down. And then she sent a picture of the two of them that we're going to post <gasps> oh on our God, Instagram. Oh my God, I love it. Isn't that amazing? I love it. I love hearing when people are kind like that. That you love. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, um, our friend Jessica Ryan. Oh, yeah. Jess. Yeah. So she saw Tim Gunn once in New York, and she snapped a photo of him. And you know that really, it's like used in memes and stuff. It's a famous photo of what's supposed to be Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like mid-stride. Mm-hmm. So she caught a picture of Tim Gunn walking up some stairs in New York that looks exactly like that Sasquatch Shut photo. Up. It makes me laugh so that, We have to put that up, too. Yeah, I'll ask her. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, isn't there some saying about like... Be- be careful of meeting your heroes or yeah, something. Yeah, because sometimes they're dicks. And yeah, yeah, I love it when you meet somebody that's not. Yeah. It's just a reminder to be nice to people. Like if people approached us on the street because we're so super famous. I'd be like, can I please live with you? I don't have a lot going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they'd be like, yeah, that was sad. Actually, we should ask Sheila. She probably went home and was real depressed and was like, well, I got was- I got recognized on Halloween and they gave me a glass of rosé. Oh, yeah, you told me that. <laughs> That's when we amazing. were trick-or-treating. Yes. We have to talk about something else really quick. What? You have a secret that you want to tell everybody. I do? Yeah. What is it? It also had to do with a glass of rosé, and it was a big decision that you made recently. <gasps> oh, right. Am I going to talk about that? I don't know. I haven't announced it on social media. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, right. <laughs> Are you going to talk about it? I mean, I guess I have to now. Seems like it. I don't know. I don't tell you my bra size. mm um, well, one day I came out of an appointment and I've been thinking about this for a long time. And so I decided to do some research and I went and got a tattoo. <gasps> Dana. <laughs> it was so crazy. Dana texted Sarah and I from a I was, tattoo parlor, yeah, literally in the, in the middle parlor. of the day and was yeah. like, so I guess this is happening. And we were like, what? what? Allison said, why are you unsupervised? <laughs> That's what she said to me. Yeah, because she was by herself. I went by myself and I brought a can of rosé. <laughs> 
so crazy. <laughs> they were so kind to me. Yeah. They played like a virgin sure. while I got my tattoo and Ridiculous. they rallied around me. Ridiculous. And I'm madly in love with it. Yeah. So let's share a picture of that. We have a lot okay. to Instagram this week. It's, but I love that for you. I love that you waited till you were 68 to do yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Totally. No, but I love that because I think we've talked before about how many people have been like, I'm 35. I know I'm too old to do blank. Or, right. Right. You know, and it's like, Listen, your life doesn't stop at one point. You're going to continue to evolve and change and grow. And, you know, just because you're a certain age doesn't mean you're past having your firsts. Yeah. Your first Oh, God, whatever. yeah, for sure. You Last know? night I had my first virtual reality experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so Dana is, you're like an inspiration to me because I'm hoping that when my kid is six, uh-huh. I can like live my life. Because, you know, I've been like a shut-in for a little while. Right. And I can't so, wait for you to shave your head and cover your face in tattoos. <laughs> Do you think that's what's going to happen? I'm very happy with it. I did tell my dad. I haven't told my mom yet because I went on a road trip and met my dad and sisters. Right. And my dad just looked at it and he had this stank face on. (laughs) And he goes, well, things are different these days. Oh, my God. That's all he said. (laughs) I mean, at least he wasn't horrified. That To me, that means he really liked it. Like it's that's possible. your dad. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's the closest you're going to get from him. Of, but that this is stank beautiful. face was pretty. That's funny. powerful. <laughs> that is so random. I was like, "Sorry, Dad, I really love it." I love that that happened. Yeah, He's, I can't wait. I've never met your parents. You've met mine. Uh huh. Yep. Let's just probably keep it that way. <laughs> This is in response to episode 56. Mem- 56. 56. 56. Ooh, Remember when I was having hysterical pregnancies yes. before the real deal? Yes. This person says, Roy, you're my love. Just use the dollar store pregnancy tests. Trust me, they work. You do have a dollar store in LA, right? Did you know they had dollar store pregnancy tests? No, I That's don't know amazing. if I would trust that. How old she are says they? they work. I don't know. They're they probably just like a shittier date. company. Is that printout in full color? Oh, I highlighted it. Oh, and yeah, I guess it was. Wow. Sometimes my printer just accidentally prints in color. How beautiful. Side note. Sorry there's so many side notes today. Mm. Dana recently visited me at my place of establishment. Allison marched me around and walked me into people's offices and said, I brought you a present. You're welcome. (laughs) And then I was like, these people don't have a clue who I am. (laughs) Well, because a lot of my coworkers listened to the show. They were so nice to us. And I have to say, one of my girlfriends later was like, I wanted to take a picture so bad, but I felt bad. I know. I I said, what? I don't know. She said she felt bad. She's like, oh my God. She has no idea that would have made my year. That's what I said. I'm like, she would have loved that. Like when people, it happens very rarely. (laughs) And I almost cry. And I go, oh, my God, you make my day. See? She was like, I wanted to take a picture. And also several people said, she's so pretty. Are you serious? More than one person. Oh, you guys, I really needed to hear that. Because yesterday I could not have been more mediocre (laughs) at every single thing I did. And I had some big stuff yesterday. Like I had a pitch. You know, I'm selling Uh a TV show. And we had a pitch. I... This hasn't happened to me since college. And let's hope, since this is an audio medium, that this never happens to you guys with me. Okay. Because I was looking at my writing partner's uh, papers. Oh. No. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, His papers. (laughs) And I was like, oh, we have to sing because we have this little singing part coming up. Mm -hmm. And and then all of a sudden I realized, why is the room silent? There's like 12 of us in there. Uh All the executives, our producers, like our showrunner. And I was like, why is the room silent? And I look at Paul and he's staring at me with bug eyes. And I go, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to talk. Uh, Oh. In the middle of our pitch. (laughs) Now you see. 
You're the, the Allison yeah. in the Paul and Dana. You're me. I know you're right. So and don't then be I was so like, judgy. Then I was like, I'm gonna fix this. I have an audition coming up in the same building, oddly enough. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm gonna go in and nail that because you know, I need a job. Sure. I could not have been more mediocre. Oh. Did I, you remember your words? Yeah. Did you have a panic attack? No. Then you're doing great. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello, Dan Tipton. Welcome back. You're completely disappointing and fully mediocre wife. <laughs> and he was like, don't say that. He was really nice. Uh, well, listen, anytime you're feeling bad about yourself, I you can just, just come to, to my office. job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Conversely, when I'm feeling kind of good and I go there, I, I plummet into like And I also felt people. like there wasn't anyone we met that didn't hate you. And that was shocking no, they to love me. me. I know. Everybody there loves me. It's bananas. You're very Sorry, lucky. side note. That's not true. A lot of people don't like me, but obviously I didn't invite, like I didn't introduce you to Yeah, them. I didn't meet them. I mean, obviously. There were a couple of people we absolutely just walked by like they didn't exist. That's right. And that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. And though they still would have been nice, but I'm like, we're good. You know why? Is the people that I walked past, they don't listen. Mm. So I was like, I gotta keep Yeah, moving. they don't care. And they then I care. did an auction in the break room. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> there was a live microphone in the break room that's and I went, true. Eh, <laughs> yeah, so it's not appropriate in an office setting. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is in response to episode 61 on bras. Allison, your comment about boobs moving around spoke to me. And then they sent a little picture that says, I hate when your boob starts falling out of your bra. Like, excuse me, ma'am, please return to your assigned seat. Thanks for always making me laugh, especially during an incredibly challenging week. Yay. Let's just talk about boobs really quick. And I then have I spillage really, issues. Spillage issues? Mm-hmm. Okay, listen. I was at 36C <laughs> 13 weeks ago. Uh-huh. Okay? Right. Now, I know Dana doesn't want to talk about her bra size randomly. I'm not going to tell you what my bra size is. I know, it's but so it's, weird. It's changed a lot because I've lost weight. Yes. But I haven't changed my bras, <laughs> so there's issues. So opposite, I'm gaining weight. I told you, as soon as I like... No, you're gaining baby. Okay. okay. And weight. I mean, I'm actively <laughs> gaining weight. Like, this isn't like a fat thing. It's just like, I mean, you're supposed to gain yeah, weight. Yeah, your it's body not, like, is, needs to do Am this. Am I fat? Yes. Was I before the pregnancy? Sure. In this specific thing, though, like, I knew I was pregnant because <laughs> my back got wider. Like, remember, it was so weird. Like, all of a sudden, my back was like, Double the did size. Did you almost ask us, remember you guys when <laughs> no, my because, back got no, wider? No, but it did. Like, my back didn't <laughs> used to look like this. Like, it got much wider. And then I went from a 36C. And so I go online because I'm like, <laughs> I posted on AWP interns. I'm like, I'm at work. I can't breathe. Is it appropriate to just take my bra off? And you did it. And then I did and because everybody told, told me to. to. And I disagreed. And they're like, sorry, Dana. Now, what I, now I know it's what it's like to her. get terrible advice. <laughs> So I take my bra off and I'm like, this isn't, and that was my biggest bra. Like I was like, this isn't, other other than my nursing bras, which I'm like, I'm not in the same, I won't wear maternity clothes yet because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just not appropriate. I don't know when you're supposed to be allowed okay, to wear. Okay, I still wear some of my maternity <laughs> underwear and my kid is seven. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? When do you think it's appropriate to start wearing maternity clothes? Can you guys actually answer when that? When you turn 18. What? <laughs> Wait, while Sarah's looking that up, because she's the best intern, yeah. um, I was listening, shout out for something I'm not involved with. Yeah. I think I've mentioned it before. I listened to this podcast called Sawbones, a marital tour, tour of medicine, okay. and it's this doctor and her husband, and it's kind of funny, um, but it's also very interesting. And today, on the way here, driving here, she was talking about, somebody wrote into them about how when her nipples get stimulated, 
she gets sad and homesick and depressed. That's and apparently, so crazy. this is very common. What? That um, it has something to do with hormones and, and lactation and stuff that when your nipples get stimulated, some people get um, dysphoria, like sadness. That's so random. Isn't that weird? Yeah, and there's no explanation Not weird, for like, it. Oh my God, gross, but weird like I never heard of that. I mean, I don't get sad. <laughs> In life or because of your breasts? No, if my nipples were stimulated, like, hello, seatbelt. No, I don't <laughs> get. <laughs> so you basically <laughs> orgasm. Oh, seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, someday we have to talk about the world of fetishes. I mean, I'm not saying that that's a fetish, but yeah, it's, I do but think it's there's very so common. many weird things like that. Not that that's weird. You get what I'm saying. No, but this doctor, she was like, I'm glad you brought that up. She even said, I experienced that when I was breastfeeding. That's crazy. And she said it's much more common than people realize. Yeah. Well, um, what happened? Some people start wearing material. So these are just people wrote like, I did this. Okay. Some people, six to seven weeks is like the earliest. What? That I've seen. 13 weeks. Um, okay, so I guess you can start wearing maternity clothes like. 16 to like 20 weeks is like okay. average. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. And I would say you're cool too now because this is what I want to say to you, yeah. Allison. And I think it's adorable, so don't oh, get all offended. Go. I had a big belly from the beginning. Yes. Your body was like, I know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. I did. I was like four weeks pregnant and I looked and nine you, months. And you looked. It was like, out of control. And first, finally, pregnant. to just wrap this up so we can fucking answer people's questions, I'm now a 40 double D. Okay, so well, 13 weeks later, <laughs> I've expanded four inches. My back got four inches wider. <laughs> no, the circumference of, of my body. back. I literally look like a linebacker. You're crazy. It's just not reasonable. You look really cute. Every time I see you, I want to rub your belly. I mean, fine. And then you give me like this angry bird glare, and I'm like, oh, right, it's Allison. <laughs> I don't mind if you rub my belly, but I'm just like pretending that I look reasonable. And you do I, look reasonable. You look pregnant because you are. And here's something else I want to say. Okay. Why are you doing crazy fucking Pilates? Oh, I have to post that. Bit. First of all, I can't walk today because my legs hurt so bad from you're the mean pregnant, Pilates teacher. You're pregnant, you dodo bird. Yeah, but listen, nobody's going to tell you not to exercise while you're pregnant. It I, actually, I would tell you. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I feel like. Okay. Don't exercise if you're pregnant. Okay. Don't exercise if you don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm elderly, number one. Uh-huh. This is my second pregnancy, number two. Uh-huh. And I want to just try. If I work kind of hard through this pregnancy to stay fit, I will go from looking morbidly obese at the end of this to just obese. And that's my goal. Okay. Like, it's not like I'm if in fear of look, being fit or a model. I don't understand your definition of obese and morbidly obese. You're about to see it in six more months. Well, I can't wait because I guarantee you I'll probably still be bigger than you. And then I'll cry because I'll be like, Allison thinks I'm gargantuanly overbeast. Overbeast. <laughs> Dana, I'm going to, we have so many things to post in this episode because I'm going to f- post a picture of the day I had my daughter. Yeah. I literally look. I also had edema, so I fill up with water. A demon? Edema. You're the demon in my life. (laughs) I hate both of you. I have to answer some. Sarah, just get on board. (laughs) 
just stop being difficult. Listen. Thank God we don't have our microphone plugged in. Do you think that I'm capable of answering questions? Do you want to have your life fixed by an elderly pregnant woman? You've come to the right place. Send us your questions. Call 1-800. Nope. We don't need to have Okay. Okay. This is subject line. Another crazy mom's story. Hi, Dina. Hi, Allison. Hi, Sierra. I just listened to this week's podcast where the girl had a mother who had been rude about her new boyfriend. I guess I'll just start with my story about my crazy mother. It's a lot. Get prepared. Allison, grab a cigarette. Dana, grab some M&M's. Sarah, grab a cruise ticket. Oh (laughs) my God. She knows us so well. That just made me laugh so hard. Sarah, grab a cruise ticket. Uh, I wish I I I was Sarah's best friend that she took everywhere. Okay, keep going. I think you're your mom's best friend, right? Yeah, I love it. You have to be her mom. I mean, I'm old enough. Two and a half years ago, my (laughs) step-grandmother passed... passed away. We were never close. I saw her twice a year, birthday and Christmas, got my $50 and went on my way. $50? That's pretty good. She was always hateful to my mother because she was literally the redheaded stepchild. Literally. When she passed, my granddaddy moved to the lake and my aunt and her family lived in their big, huge, empty house. The trailer that they moved out of was passed down to my mother. They had absolutely trashed the house before they left. Literally, there was so much dog pee in the carpet in the living room, the floors had to be replaced because they were rotten. My mother had a fabulous idea to move me out of my 509-square-foot apartment in the city and into this trailer. We busted all the ass for a month and got the trailer in livable shape. I moved in. Then the discussion of money came up. Since the house is my mother's, the electric bill is in her name. I eventually got Wi-Fi, also in her name. I had well water, well pump broke, had to pay $2,000 to have the county run water to my house, and the water bill is in her name. The pros to this, I pay one lump sum of money a week to my mother for rent all the bills. The cons, she feels that she has rain over my house. I had to tell you all that bullshit to get you here. You remember a couple weeks ago when you read the story about how the girl got friend zoned and her friend gave her free coke. That's me. I'm the same girl. Remember that girl? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where she was like, wait. Yeah, where I was like, he must want to have sex with you because no one just gives someone free free coke. Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Long story short, I had been unknowingly fired from my job. Wait a minute. (laughs) How do you get fired and not know? She says, the boss was telling me that he didn't have payroll money for a few weeks and I would eventually start back. So I hadn't worked in three weeks. Paul came over one night, cokeless, just to hang and watch Lord of the Rings. He slept on the couch and I slept in the bed. Nothing happened. What? My mother showed up unannounced at about nine in the, on a Sunday morning. She comes inside my house yelling at me, you're lazy as shit. You don't work. Your house is disgusting. Why are people sleeping on your couch? She gets me on a whole nother level of fucked up crying, hyperventilating. She was yelling because I had let a friend borrow my lawnmower and I hadn't went to get it yet. She wanted my friend's address so she could go retrieve the lawnmower. Eventually, she left. She messaged me a funny meme a couple of hours later as if nothing <laughs> happened. She justifies doing this because I live in her, in quotes, house. She tells me that I couldn't make it without her help, although I lived alone for five years before I moved into the house. Is that justified? Is that outrageous? How should I handle this when it happens? I usually just break down and yell back and then later hyperventilate. Any suggestions? Help. Bye. P.S. I'm 30. (laughs) Okay. Are you going? No, you should go. Okay. Here's what I want to say. As long as you're living in her house... She's going to feel that way. Totally. It's like we say, you know, I go home and visit my parents. I'm not a guest in their house. I'm their daughter. Right. And I never will be. Right. I'll always be their daughter. Right. So if she wants this to end, she's got to get out. 
Yeah, I think that for a Motivation Monday, we need to just put get the fuck out because it seems to be a direction that we repeat to people. You know, the situations are always the same, but our direction is get the fuck out. What are you doing living in your fucking mom's driveway? Like, get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? Well, I think she thought it probably would help her save money. She's close to family. Like, there's lots of good reasons. But but it's so similar. I feel like we've recently had a slew of, like, I'm divorced, but I still live with my husband. It's so much cheaper. But here's... And that's the thing. It's so hard to live on your own in this town and anywhere. She's not in this town. But anywhere, I'm saying, like... It's expensive. The cost of living is really crazy right now. Yes, but I think that what we want everybody to do is look at the costs, right? Because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things you can't put a price tag on, right? Exactly. So you're saving money, you know, and and I'm sorry that I keep going back to the, like, people that are still married that are living together, but I just feel like it's the same situation where you're making— Yeah, like, you're you're doing something under the guise of saving money, and then what's happening? You're not meeting anybody else. Yep. You're confusing your children. You're giving blowjobs to somebody that you—for no reason. Mm -hmm. You're ruining your relationship with your mother. You don't have any independence. Like, Mm -hmm. all under the guise of what are you really saving? A couple hundred bucks? Some guys sleeping on your couch and didn't even bring you so i don't think it's about obviously you probably are gonna move you know hopefully if you dream about it i'm not saying all your situations with your mom are going to be magically fixed but she's not going to have that power but it's impossible to to get there when by all intents and purposes you still live under her roof and you're never going to be able to convince her that you don't so you got to get the fuck out you're not going to be able to convince her that you don't need her even though you lived on your own for five years right that's just yeah she's got to get out yeah so that's for our fucking answer that'll be quick what was her name Oh, I think it. I don't think she gave us one. And a fake this name? is an anonymous show. She didn't give us a fake name. Oh, okay. We can call her the cigarette M and M cruise ship girl. Oh my god, she nailed us. <laughs> or the cokeless girl, cokeless Paul girl, because <laughs> she gave the other guy a name. Um, what was I going to say? Everything's. Ter- oh, I love that we're like. Oh, it's really easy. Just get the just fuck get out. out. Like we know that there's more steps right, to totally. that, but, but really, that's, that's what the first she starts. Step. She needs to Move start toward working that. towards exactly. Yeah. Why don't you go live with Paul? Sell coke for Paul. What are you doing? Here's Allison, a perfect opportunity. This is why we have to call our show the absolute worst <laughs> podcast. Because when you say things like that, I'm, I'm like, saying, we're going you literally to jail. have a. Uh, you probably have a copious amount of coke already in your trailer. Just fucking measure it and sell it to people. You're cracking me up right now. Like, Why? If you had paint on your fingers to draw in the air, you would have painted so many. Your hands have been flailing around. I. It just reminded me of when we walked in today and we were talking to, like the three of us were talking, and your husband went, babe, stop yelling. <laughs> Can you? He said, "Can you stop yelling?" And then you were like, "You've known me forever. Can I?" You answer the question. <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh God, he doesn't like me." Yeah. That just remains clear. Yeah. It's shocking. How come he keeps making babies with you? I don't know. And also, he's like never threatened to divorce me. Like it's weird because his he seems to want to be here. Yeah, but he does not like me. Everyone can tell you that. (laughs) It's really confusing. I mean, I'm not about to, like, tip him off. I'm into him, so I'm hoping he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm hoping he doesn't go anywhere. He sends me great recommendations for shows. (laughs) (laughs) This is no subject. This person says, hi, Dana and Allison. I love your podcast. Thank you. At the risk of sounding like a weirdo, I don't have a ton of friends, and listening to you makes me feel less alone. Oh, I love that. 
I would like to know how you go f- about forgiving yourself for mistakes you've made. Mm. For almost 20 years, I was married to someone who I eventually realized was a liar, narcissist, and possible alcoholic. Last year, when I Googled gaslighting, it sounded so much like what he had done to me, I thought I was going to throw up. Mm. Anyways, after our house going into foreclosure three times, constant lying, after we split up, he lied about having cancer, just to give you an idea of what kind Jeez. of lying I'm talking about. Jesus. Whoa. That's like the girl from Real Housewives of Orange County. No. And emotional abuse. I divorced him in 2011. We have two daughters who are now 17 and 21. They both live with me and we have a great relationship. We live with my parents because any money that I had was either spent by him or by me to fix his mistakes. Mm. He left me with thousands of dollars in unpaid bills and then lawyer's fees on top of that. Mm-hmm. That is my problem. Oh, this is so funny. I love when this happens where these things just go together. I am so fixated on the money I lost because of him and how much better my life would be if I had divorced him earlier that I can't stop beating myself up about it. Mm. I'm just wondering if you ladies have ever had to move on from a big mistake and how you managed to do it. Thanks for any advice you may have. I think that um, that's really hard to do, and it's not even just big mistakes, even the little ones. Actually, Sarah, she draws these little illustrations. It's for Inktober, right? But you do it every once in a while, not in October, too. And there was one you had um, that you posted, like, how to be happy or something. But the illustration you had was a little thought bubble cloud. Yes. And we'll post that because yeah. I really loved it because, you know, there's all these sayings and we have to try to remind ourselves. It's so true. We are not what our what our, the inside voice tells us. Right. Like, she is, she, it's hard to not beat yourself up because she feels like this is her fault and she stayed mm-hmm. in it for so long. But it's really not her fault. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her poor behavior. Mm -hmm. She got out of it when she was ready to. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to move on and to forgive herself. um, I don't think she even has to really like dig down deep into it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Just go, okay, that I am not stupid. I am not less than. I... I figured out I needed to get away and that's what I did. And I have a wonderful life with mm-hmm. my children. And and try and silence that other voice that's trying to tell her all these bad negative things where she right. can't forgive herself and feels like she ruined her life or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, obviously I we've talked so much about how I've really lived two different lives mm-hmm. because I lived like the life while I was drinking and mm-hmm. the life where I've been sober and with particularly in my case, like blackout drinking, I absolutely hurt people. Mm -hmm. And some of that stuff I can't take back. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't fix that. Some of that's just, it's unfixable. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and I've tried. There's been people since I've been sober that I've been able to mend fences with and kind of show up and be like, hey, I was wrong. You know, I'm a different person now and I'm really trying to live the right way and I hope we can move forward. And a lot of those people are like, totally. Mm -hmm. But not all of them. Sure. And and so sometimes, I'm thinking of one girl in particular where my behavior was enough that when I reached out to her later and said, like, hey, I'm sober, she was not interested. Mm-hmm. She thought, like, she wasn't happy for me. She was like, fuck you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Go. And rightly so. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, she had every reason to feel that way. So while I can't fix that, right, that's... Mm-hmm. But what I can do is learn from that mm-hmm. and not be that way anymore. Totally. You know? And so... I feel like I look at my life and I'm grateful for who I am. Mm-hmm. I know that I wouldn't be who I was if I didn't fall mm-hmm. a lot in my life. And we all make mistakes, right? And you have two choices. You can 
live in that mistake, you can beat yourself up for that mistake, and you can dwell on it, or you can choose to learn the lesson. And there's no specific, what's the lesson you want to learn? You Mm -hmm. know, to look back and go, okay, this happened for, you know, that's that self-realization and self-actualizing that hopefully we can all do to look back and go, fuck, that was fucked up. Here's what I think happened. And so I'm not going to do that again, Mm -hmm. you know, or I'm not going to let these people in my life again, or I'm not, I'm going to learn to stand up for myself, or I'm going to learn how to, that thing was terrible, but I have a voice now or whatever your thing was, you know, I lived 10 years, a really raucous life. And now I go, you know, that 10 years could be in vain if I don't learn from it, you know, Mm -hmm. or if I pick up a drink again, quite frankly, like what was that all worth, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then even if that was the truth, then I'd have to learn from that, I guess, you know, I feel like, you know, we all make mistakes. You can either. And it's not, this is another one of those cases where it's, it's not like we're saying, oh, it's just easy. Just don't think about (laughs) it. Just forgive yourself. Like I beat myself up constantly. I mean, the whole first 40 minutes of this episode was me saying how (laughs) mediocre I was yesterday. And I'm probably still mediocre today, but, (laughs) (laughs) but we know it's not that easy. What I will say about her case specifically is like, yeah, you were with this man that, you know, eventually you realized all of these horrible things about, but she, man, she got two beautiful children sure. out of it. Yeah, like absolutely. My, I say that to my best friend. She was um, married to a monster. Right. You know, you <laughs> talked about that. And um, she got her son out of it. Right. He's amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like, you know, have you ever, do you have a, have you heard of a God box? Mm-mm. Oh, this is I've awesome. I've heard of a prayer box. Okay. It's probably the same thing where, I don't know, maybe it's not, but so the idea of a God box, you can use anything. You can use a Tupperware, you can light it on fire, whatever you want. Little, I've, you can buy them. Like people have given them to me as gifts. I have one on my dresser. So the idea is you write down whatever you want to let go of. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, my career, you know, like I'm not going to think about that anymore. I'm giving it that one to God. Mm -hmm. Universe, RuPaul, whatever you all want to say. Like it doesn't matter. Um, but like, so put that in the God box, like put your marriage in the box Mm -hmm. and don't, don't worry about that anymore. Like give that one to God, Mm -hmm. you know, like you can just, you know, I know a lot of people don't like God. So I feel bad that I'm talking about a God box. No, you can call it an Oprah box, whatever you want. Yeah, I like that. Put it in the Oprah box, you know, and, um. Give it to Oprah. Give it to Tom Brady, whoever your thing (laughs) is, you know, like give it to Ditka, like make, name your box. Uh (laughs) Name your, okay. (laughs) But anyway, the idea is, you know, it's sort of cathartic is it's like, I'm not going to worry about this anymore. I can't have the weight of this in my life anymore. And it's making me tell myself bad things about me. Put it on a piece of paper, put it in the box and piece the fuck out Mm -hmm. and don't think about it again. And if it does come up, if you realize it's still, write it down, put it in again. Yeah, just keep practicing Totally, of Mm -hmm. giving it away. Mm -hmm. We had that in like, I think. I need to do that. I know. We need to get an AWP um, Oprah box. Yeah. How about an AWP box? Okay. Where, I mean, a real one? Like, Well, I'm saying for our merch. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a Thank cute you, idea. Dana. Welcome. Welcome to how I have good ideas sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? There's so many noises coming poor out of Sarah. Sarah. Poor Sarah had to leave the room. She's Jesus. sweating. I don't She's even know. She's literally sweating. Are you okay? Do you have the meat sweats? Oh no, she you doesn't don't eat, eat meat. meat. I forgot. <laughs> now I need to go. I feel like we talked so much in the beginning of this episode about our lives. So as some people know or don't know, we don't 
it's been a while since the three of us have met. Yeah. So we actually don't it depend especially around the holidays, we try to and you guys have probably noticed that we're like, Halloween's right around the corner and it's and December it's, or yeah. something when you <laughs> Well, we we're not smart enough to understand no. when these episodes actually come Most out. Most shows do that and I'm like, Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can, it's just part of the our only lore. reason I know it's Saturday mm-hmm. is because we're recording. Totally. And when we record on Sundays, it fucks my world up totally. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we had so much to catch up on in the beginning here because we're done. Like, this is the end. That was the whole situation. What do you mean? That's our whole show. The show's over? Mm-hmm. How long have we been talking? An hour. I don't understand. Yeah, that's what happens. Less than 50 minutes. Ooh. Oh, somebody's <laughs> wrong. Okay, can you hold on for a second? Yeah. Do you remember the time we fell in love? <laughs> Sometimes I just like to hear myself. It's weird. Everything's about money today. Yeah. What does that mean? Mm, we're going to be gonna rich. Get some. Yes. Do you want another question or a Yorst? Uh, Yorst. A Yorst. Okay, great. So. This is fake name. Oh, perfect. Deep South Dynamo. (laughs) Okay. That's the fake name. Dear Allison and Dana, first, thanks for your podcast. It's always a fun ride, and I enjoy you ladies so much. You're the greatest. (gasps) Thank you. I wanted to share an absolute yours. Um, Hi. I like this name. Thanks very much, Dana. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Well, you are wrong, my friend. (laughs) I'm a teacher, and unfortunately, being a public school K-12 teacher often means that your own personality and opinions have to be put to the wayside. This is particularly true if you have insecure administrators who just can't imagine anyone challenging their opinions or ideas. About five years ago, when I was still pretty new to the teaching profession, we had a staff meeting where one of the principals spent about 15 minutes belittling the entire faculty because a couple of teachers had been showing up to work late and not clocking in. Obviously, they didn't want administration to know they were late and had found a way to cheat the system. Fucking smart, if you ask me. (laughs) Anyway, they knew exactly which teachers did this, and yet they decided to lambast the entire staff anyway. This is a huge pet peeve of mine, as I believe you should go directly to the person or persons in violation of the rules and talk to them one-on-one. To handle problems any other way seems immature to me, not to mention makes me lose all respect to those who are supposed to be in positions of authority. Several minutes into this lecture slash shaming, I got fed up and tweeted simply, when you talk to adults like they're toddlers, dot, dot, dot. I was just trying to very vaguely vent to my, like, 12 followers. Evidently, one of the principals was tracking tweets or spying on the internet activity of the entire faculty. Whatever, that's a real thing. Anyway. Oh, that's a real thing, too. And fuck anyone who does that shit to their employees. Yeah. And at the end of the faculty meeting, he and the head principal asked to speak to me. I had no idea what it was about and legit thought it was no big deal until they yelled at me for an hour over the tweet and threatened my job and told me they were going to print the tweet and put it in my file. She put all that in quotes. I don't know why print the tweet is in quotes, and you know how much I love misquoted things. 
Um, also, I don't know why file is in quotations because was it not a file? I mean, it feels well, like it they, was a file. I wonder if she's asking, like, do they even keep a file? Right. Okay. <laughs> they said they knew the tweet was directed at them because it had been sent during the faculty meeting. I honestly thought about unleashing some pent up sarcastic rage at them, but instead I played the I'm so sorry role convincingly. I couldn't stop rolling my eyes internally the entire time, though. I was fairly mortified and pissed when I left that meeting, and I screamed a lot of obscenities at my steering wheel when I drove home. A lot of the your side here you read have some silver lining, and this definitely has one. Just want to point this out. It's also in quotes, the silver lining. I mean, I just love the quotes. The, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, not mad at any of them. You're not? Yet. I'm uh-uh. so new. Yeah. And this definitely has one. Allison, you're going to love this. Instead of scaring me, this experience emboldened me to take my displeasure with administration directly to their damn faces, which I did regularly until I left that school. I found my voice there and became a lead teacher and a valuable one at that. They couldn't afford to get rid of me and were stuck with my opinionated Amazon ass. Mm -hmm. I've still moved on to teach at a different school where my administration is hella cool and encourages teachers to help make big decisions for the school, thus promoting a sense of ownership. Looking back, I can see that my administrators were just dicks who used scare tactics to try to keep me in my place. Mm -hmm. This is one experience where my general fuck you attitude toward the man worked in my favor in the long run. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I'm glad for her. You know what I would have done? Like, who cares if she tweeted when you talk to adults like toddlers right first of all yeah whatever but what i would have been what i would have said because it would have made me angry that they lectured me like that i would have been like oh my god you don't know how long i have waited for you to really pay attention and listen to me and i cannot thank you enough (laughs) i would have gone on being condescending behind your backs but now that you've addressed it Thank you for opening the door for me to tell you exactly how I feel. That's what I would do. Yeah. So I think that's probably why she was able to keep her job is Mm because she didn't say something totally crazy like that. Listen, I'm all about honesty. I mean, I called I called a cab company on a cab driver this week. Don't mess with Dana. That is true. Okay, can you just can I be like the teacher and you're the administrator? I'm the administrator. Yeah, and so so I'm the dick. Yeah, and you're telling me you caught the tweet, and I'll tell you what I would say. All right, Allison? But do you know what the tweet says? Hold on, I'll tell you. Yeah, when when you talk to adults like your toddlers. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I know. It's stuck in my brain because it's rude. Okay, She's right. She's not rude. They're rude. She's right. Go. Okay. Yeah. Allison, I need to have a discussion with you. Okay, great. It's come to my attention that during our meeting, you tweeted out, when you talk to adults like toddlers, I'm well aware that this was in reference to the meeting that we were all sitting in together. Yeah. It is time stamped, and I don't appreciate that attitude. Okay. Would you say that you love Twitter? I guess that's my first question. I don't know how that's relevant to this conversation. Well, I think if you answer, then maybe we can delve into it. Okay. I wouldn't say I love Twitter, okay, but, but I did happen like it's a to place notice. where you can freely exchange just like your opinions and your beliefs. I think that you can't um, be talking about your job. Okay, do you believe in the First Amendment? Is that something that means anything to you? Are you a person that believes in, like, the Constitution in America? Ms. Royer, this is a school. Okay, and would you say the school is in America and actually, um, like, a public school? So, like, basically the government? It's inappropriate for you as a teacher at this school Mm -hmm. to be complaining about the administration at the school where you have students who are supposed to be here to learn. Okay. And you're supposed to teach them to pay attention in class rather than be on social media during a meeting. So what I'm hearing you say is you don't believe in the Constitution. And I think that's totally fair. I'm just actually going to tweet that really quick. That's That's not at all what I said, which is what makes you a bad teacher. (laughs) 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 Shut (laughs) up! Oh, my God! (laughs) 
What disease? Okay, here's the problem. <laughs> she Sarah went got a boat disease and she and is she's spreading, spreading it to my it. fucking embryo. Is it still an embryo or what is it now? A fetus. A fetus. You're trying to give my fucking fetus boat disease <laughs> and I'm pissed. This is why we had technical difficulties today. Yeah. Sarah gave my computer boat disease. Like, where did you go? Literally, where did you go? She and went what? to the Isle of Cox. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the explanation for your cough? No, no, what we're all gonna get sick. Why would you come here with the cold? It's like the end of it, just like an, you know, like the. I'm sorry. Are you a doctor? <laughs> have you seen a medical professional it's about this? Cough. All so right, you have a boat cough. You have a boat cough. I have a question. Is it true that some people get sad when their nipples are stimulated, <laughs> Doctor Sarah? <laughs> She's not a doctor, is my point. Yeah, I know. you're barely an intern. I don't know why you would take <laughs> medical advice from her. I mean, literally, she, she's been an example today. She's like, "How can I make this show worse?" I know. <laughs> I'll just make noises through the entire thing. Why are you braiding your hair? <laughs> What's happening right now? I'm so angry, sassy pants. I I cannot talk bad about Sarah because we had an email exchange this week where she was like, "You know, you can jump into this conversation." It was like business stuff and I was like Sarah I need you I can't even order pizza what business like, I conversation <laughs> was I on there yes you were already that. yapping but oh. I I chimed in and said well we could do blah 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 and Sarah's like yeah you could just say that mm. I'm like no I can't even order pizza oh I vaguely remember this I do remember you saying you don't know how to order pizza <laughs> <laughs> I know how it just gives me high anxiety sure. no I mean it's a lot for everyone <laughs> I don't want to talk sure. to anybody we were on a group email chain and then Dana just emailed me separately. just Sarah <laughs> To be to like, say you that. should say this to them. And I was like, you can say that. I don't like, remember. I can't. That's because she sent it to I only sent it to Zara. Yeah, but I remember the thing about the pizza. She said it earlier. Yeah, because I said it. Because it's Here's true. the thing. I Are any so of us good at communicating? No. no. Because we're on group emails and texts together and then individualized. And then we no one has any idea what's happening. And sometimes I message you on Facebook. Oh, I hate that. I know. She'll like send me a direct message on Twitter and be like, oh, what do you mean you didn't know we had a big audition <laughs> at the fucking dildo factory? See, what am I telling you about her arms? <laughs> her arms Sarah, are Sarah, you don't shave your armpits? This is cutting edge. <laughs> When did that become a thing? Who are you? Where were you? And when did you stop shaving your armpits? Uh, Sarah or I Dana, what's wrong with you? I don't remember. Maybe it was two years ago. What? I feel like she's told us this before. I and I don't understand how you just saw it and spewed that out so fast. I also offered her a pork dumpling when she got here. And she's a vegetarian. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Okay, you know how we always get to the end of our shows <laughs> and then we have to footnote something for the next time? Yeah. Next episode, hashtag Sarah's armpits. That's all I want to no, talk about. It has to be by consent only, you Fine, monster. you have time to think about it, but I want to know if I can talk about your hair. It's not Are your legs shaved? Uh, not right now. But like, you shave your legs. I wax them sometimes, like every couple of What about your vagina? You wax your vagina and your legs? This is like the fucking wild, wild west. I have to go. Do you have anything you want to say to me? Do we need a Nevis Corner? corner. Hi, you get over to this microphone and you apologize. For what? Her armpits? No, for her gift. For her gifts. Oh, right. Hi, Neva. It's me, Sarah. Um, 
sorry that I gave Allison and Dana <laughs> penis gifts, but they were just all over No, don't judge me. <laughs> I didn't even give the biggest ones. I gave small ones. What? Really this big, is not the biggest? No, they had really big bottle opener ones. Wow. That wasn't an apology. Hi, Grandmama. I just want you to know um, that I'm going to work with Allison about yelling out when she sees someone doesn't shave their armpits because <laughs> they don't have to, and I'm not sure what happened, especially when I think we've talked about it before, maybe. No, 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 not ringing a bell. Uh, Hi, Neva. It's Allison. Um, hmm. Nope. Sounds great. Bye, Neva. Neva's oh. corner. I know you have to be. Kidding. I had nothing to apologize for. You're you are a cauldron of crazy. <laughs> a cauldron of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being topical on Halloween. <laughs> Which, by the way, this episode probably gets released twelve twenty-five. Just so we're clear. <laughs> Maybe we should say Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Allison, what? Sarah. Yeah. I love you. Ugh. Bye. Shut up and sit down.